everyone. Welcome to Talks with Aaron. What is up, guys? We have a good episode for you today. So my guest today, I had actually met her on Bumble, um, the BFF version of it, and we became pretty good friends. We follow each other on Instagram, and she's just such a cool person, so I had to ask her to be on my podcast with me. I can't believe that I'm already on episode 8. It's crazy. If you want to be a guest on my podcast, just message me. And either you can come over if you're, if you're in Calgary or we can do it over the phone. So please message me because I'm looking for guests. So my guest today is Moja Hadi. You want to say hi to everyone? Hi, Erin. I am so impressed by your pronunciation of my name. <laughs> I know it's a hard one for you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your show. It is an honor. I love, love participating in, um, in these types of shows. So do you want to tell everyone what you do for a living? Yeah, for sure. So I am a financial advisor. I work for a brokerage. Um, so what I do is I sit down with clients and I kind of like assess their their current situation. Um, I kind of take a look at what your their goals and dreams are, their financial goals and dreams. And I kind of like um, assess what we can do if we can, you know, judge anything and try to get them to their goals a little bit faster, a little bit quicker. Um, we do a lot of that. We do work with over 50 different companies just because we are a brokerage. Um, and that's why we can help a lot of um, we cover the entire spectrum essentially and that's why we can help clients literally in any type of situation any um, in any part of their lives right are you sure you don't want to be a motivational speaker instead because okay <laughs> like I said in the intro uh, we met on Bumble Bumble BFF mm-hmm. and then like <laughs> we started talking and then we added each other on Instagram and literally, I check your stories every day because they're like, you just say a whole bunch of cool shit. And when you told me that you like, that was your job, I was like, why? You should be a motivational speaker. That is, that's hilarious that you say that. Honestly, um, you see, we work with a lot of personal development. Um, it's about bettering yourself and all of these things. And um, it's a really big part of it. Okay, and then that's it's not just with financial services, it's also with like real estate. If you ever take a look at real estate agents, they're also into personal development. Um, anything in marketing, you know, even like door to door sales are into big personal development. And I think that's a really big aspect, you know, of growing because if you don't, um, if you're not in a certain mindset, you won't do anything, like anything. So I think it's very, very important. And so I love that you think I should be a, per- a motivational speaker. Like, I honestly, I do have plans to actually sell out an arena at one point in my life. I do want to speak on stage. Like, I really enjoy listening to, like, Les Brown. He's a really good motivational speaker. And Milet, Andy Frisella. There's so many good ones. And, you know, they're, I really believe, they say this is the decade of consciousness. Did you know that? Did you no. ever hear that? No. It's it's really cool. And a lot of people are kind of like awakening. They're kind of like um, they're not numb to things. They're being more critical thinkers. And they're just, you know, there's just so, many po- so much possibility out into the world. And now that people are awakening and they're actually, 
you know, waking up and they're going to do things. And I think personal development is, is the door that opens up to everything. And so it really, personal development helps me with my business because um, I also, I have a business, right? So it's a financial agency and I am growing it. And right now my goal is to actually have 10,000 licenses across North America um so it's it's a work in progress but and then eventually honestly 50,000 across the entire globe but that's like an even bigger (laughs) that goes into a different rabbit hole (laughs) okay so when you will become a motivational speaker (laughs) like what do you want to talk about like what's like the main like subject um, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of like going back to your roots. I think we all have like, um, there's so many things in our way. And if we only learn how to kind of like let go of the past, there's always that there's like that metaphor, like that bag, there's like a metaphor. It's like this bag that we carry around with us our entire lives. And anything wrong that happens, we put it in this bag. And you see, as we're going throughout life, this bag is going to get a little heavy right and so personal development tells you to drop the bag right empty the bag you don't need to carry it with you that can get really really heavy right so i think if um, a lot of people can kind of empty out their bags they can go with less baggage and they could you know nothing gets in their way of loving someone or going to do that business that they wanted to start or you know um, travel across Canada if that's what they wanted to you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I would encourage people to go out into their dreams to do whatever it is they want um, without fear you know what I mean Um, so yeah just just kind of encouraging people to take their next step is probably what I would be talking about. I feel like that's such a hard thing to do, though. (laughs) (laughs) You make it sound so easy. Like, how, like, I feel like a lot of people don't want to let go of that bag, right? Yeah. They want to keep holding on to it because whether it be good memories or, you know, trauma that they can't get past, whatever, like, it's hard to get rid of that bag. Especially, I feel with people our age, there's a lot of, like, mental health uh problems like a lot of people have depression anxiety and stuff like that so it's hard to like get past that like breaking point right and and that's what i think personal development is for the reason why it's so hard for us to push past that is because those feelings that we're feeling they're very familiar and if you ever listen to joe dispenza he talks a lot about this he's actually a neuroscientist and what happened was he actually lost the functions of his legs and through meditation he actually got it back so you see our minds are very powerful if our minds can make us sick is it possible that our minds can also make us healthy absolutely with people with depression they're thinking of the past and the people with anxiety they're thinking of the future so instead if we just eliminate those two and just think about the present we can actually eliminate anxiety and depression we really can and see i did a personal development course back in actually October it was one year ago today today on wow. snapchat gives you those memories and yeah. so that's exactly what I saw and um this personal development course it's called landmark the landmark forum and it's like a three-day course it's uh, well sorry it's, it's a weekend three days and then an evening like a Tuesday evening and um you basically it's 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 really cool it takes you into a whole realm and of being present 
you know, not thinking about the past and not thinking about the future, but thinking about right now. And it, it eliminates a lot of things. And there, if you actually think about it, there's really no past and there's no future, right? The past is gone. And the only way we can remember the past is by you, right? We can't really take a look at like can you show me it where is it <laughs> can you show me the future where is it <laughs> is it over there it's not but i can show you the present it's right here right and the future is just happening so so yeah it it's it's hard but it's about the person and how how far are they willing to go to go into whatever dream they want to go to you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i think personal development helps a lot with that <laughs> Okay, do you have any, like, tips or suggestions for people who have, like, who are trying to get that, like, who are trying to get personal development, but who have gone through, like, a trauma? Because I feel like when people go through a trauma, you completely lose yourself, whether it be sexual assault or, you know, like, a near-death experience, whatever, you just sort of lose the meaning of life, you don't know who you are anymore, I think in that sense, a lot of people, they're holding on to it. They need to, um, it's like, you see, like with sexual assault and all of that stuff, a lot of those, a lot of the words around it is very loaded. You know what I mean? It's hard for that person to actually say those words. And you see, once they go into a personal development course or even therapy, once they talk about it and they share it with another human being, they understand that that whatever happened actually happens a lot. It's very, very common across the entire globe. You are not special. You are not at all. And if you say it to another human being, it's kind of like sharing it. It's sharing the load. It's not so heavy anymore. And the more you share, the more people you empower and the less less you're carrying. You know what I mean? And you take it off of yourself. So it's all about the first step. The first step is the hardest. Now, once you go, once... Um, once you get rolling, it's it's just easy because now it's routine, it's super easy, but it's that first few steps, right? And I love reading, I do, but it's it's also getting out of your environment. You know what I mean? Going into a completely different environment with people that's safe, you know, that's encouraging, that people that, you know, they're not going to laugh or people that are going to listen, you know? And again, I there's many different courses to take. Um I think there's 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 courses with Clemmer. I know those are a few. They have a lot of um, those ones, like Personal Mastery and, like, um, The Heart of the Samurai. There's lots. They take you out of your environment. They do it for a whole weekend, sometimes a week or two, just to, like, completely change everything. And then they just do a bunch of exercises that kind of, like, open you up and kind of, like, show you different perspectives um landmark is cool tony robbins has a lot joe dispenza you can actually go to mexico for like an entire week and literally they're meditating for like five hours a day because your mind is so powerful you're a supercomputer. did you know that you can actually program yourself to anything that you want anything okay so i think that's really cool okay <laughs> have you ever seen the movie eat pray love no, no, I haven't. <laughs> I've, I've no. seen the trailer. Okay, <laughs> you have to watch it. Like, Why listening it? to you, like, talk about, like, personal growth and stuff like that, that's literally what Julia Roberts does in that movie. Are you she, like, goes through a divorce. She doesn't know who she is anymore. She's just, like, struggling with her life. She gets into, like, a relationship with James Franco for, like, a couple months. Okay. But, like... No, she's not, like, in love with him or anything. She's just, like, in a relationship. Yeah. And then she's like, hey, I need to do something. 
what do I do? So she sells her house and she literally goes to Italy. She lives there for, I don't remember how long, but probably like around a year. She tries a new food. She meets new people. And that then she so she goes to like Thailand to like go in like a meditation camp. And oh. like, you have to watch it because listening to you talk, like that movie pops into <laughs> my head. I've seen the trailers, uh, right? And it looks so good. But it was, it's in 2008, wasn't it? Right? It's an old movie. Yeah. And... Hold on, let me, can you tell me what your thoughts are about meditation, now that we're on the topic? Like, do I believe in it? Like, Do you do it? Do you, do you, do you believe in it? Like, what are your thoughts? Oh, God. Um, I think I've meditated maybe a couple times when I was, like, anxious, just to, like, like be normal again type thing. Um, like, I think it, like, I don't know. I do believe it works for people who are trying to feel grounded and stuff like that but yeah I've only done it a couple times so I don't really have like that much of opinion on it mm-hmm. um I Joe Dispenza talks a lot about meditation actually a lot of personal development people they um they talk a lot about meditation meditation is amazing you see our body is basically there's the subconscious mind and then there's the conscious mind as we all know it's really cool so our bodies are like they're a program our bodies are completely habitual honestly we're actually we're actually unconscious uh what is that i can't remember what it is it's like five six percent of what we do is actually conscious we actually know what we're doing and then about over 90 percent is like completely subconscious right and if you don't take the time to meditate your body is just continuously going into a program that's just habitual right that's why you you reach for that pop you reach for the um the junk food it's just it's so habitual you're a computer we are computers and for it's really cool the first seven years of our lives our brain are are there is just recording is just recording right it has no personality has nothing so it's so the first seven years are so vital for 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 a human being because all it's doing is recording and then once it, after seven years old it actually goes out into the world um of a bunch of programs of the adults that were around that child you know of the programs that they were watching the things that they got um exposed to that is such a cool thought and there's only like three ways to actually change that as an adult because obviously when we're seven we don't we can't control what we want so we're gonna come up with all these different weird habits that may or may not be right or wrong right they can be right they can be wrong you don't know right um but you can actually change it did you know that it's really cool you can change it three ways one is repetition right so if you if you really want to like learn a song if you just say it over and over again you'll eventually learn it okay but it's really cool if you if you get up to the go to the gym every single day and you do it for a certain amount of time your body will just awaken at that time just because it's so your body will be like every day it'll be like oh this again and then it'll go into your subconscious mind and then be like oh okay so this guy they're gonna do it every single day i might as well just learn it and then it just becomes so subconscious that you do it right the second way to do it is actually um while we're sleeping Okay, so it's like that's a lot of affirmations work that way. Um, and it's, again, repetition, so you got to do it every single day. Um, you can actually listen to, like, affirmations while you sleep. And while your brain um, is not fully conscious, but it's not completely 
unconscious. It's like kind of in the middle. They call it something. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, it's basically like recording, right? And if you just do it a certain amount of time, it actually just goes into your subconscious and you find yourself talking to yourself in different ways. You're like, where did that come from? Right? Then there's a third way that I can't remember, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone wants to know the third way now. I want to know. <laughs> can't tell everything, you know. <laughs> so do you meditate every day? Yeah, I do. It's like, you're re- if you... Here's the thing. We actually... Meditation is actually very challenging. Do you know? It's, it's really easy to do, but it's also easy not to do. Okay, so you can sit that you can you can do it one or two three days, but on the fourth day when your body is like I don't feel like it, you can tell your mind you're like listen, buddy, I'm in control, not you. We're gonna sit here and we're gonna close our eyes and we're not gonna move and you're gonna listen to me and we're going to and I'm not gonna get up until I can see exactly what I want to see and I'm gonna feel exactly what I want to feel and you're gonna be quiet. And we, you do this every single day. Your body starts to become you, you're the you're the you're the you're the master now. You're not the servant, right? Because right now, what we're seeing in a lot of people, the body is just like moving on its own, and we don't because it's subconscious, right? And if you just like learn a little bit more about the subconscious mind, it's so interesting and it's actually terrifying with what we can actually pick up. Your subconscious mind, I can see it absolutely everything here so if you take um put if you put your hand out and just look at your thumb okay so if you take a and just look at your thumb your subconscious mind can see absolutely everything in its view however your conscious mind if you look at your fingernail that's only what it can see do you see the power of that (laughs) that's gigantic but if we actually you know, paid attention to our subconscious mind, we'll go freaking nuts because there's just too much information. It takes a lot of information out because it does it. It'll, you'll go mad. You'll go crazy, right? But it's powerful. So, like, how long do you meditate every day? Um, like 20 minutes. It's not a long time. I like to, before I used to have, you can do guided meditations mm-hmm. and you can, like, um, they'll kind of, like, there's a really cool one because um, visualization Whatever you visualize and you do it for a certain period of time, it actually will come into physical form, okay? So what you're doing when you're visualizing is whatever it is, it's coming to you, and now it's up to you to make actions and do take those actions to actually start going towards it. So whatever that is, you want that, that dream job, whatever job it is, if you can actually visualize it, and then every single day you take steps in order to go get it, it's coming to you and you're coming to it, so you'll meet right in the middle. Right? You can like not visualize and still work toward it and still get it. It'll just take longer, right? But what we're, we're, we're very powerful beings. Things come to us. You know what I mean? We are attracted. How do you think of, what do you think about the, the, the law of attraction? Ah, come on. It's like, it's all, everything is in the same realm. It's so beautiful. Yeah, what are, you, what are your thoughts about the law of attraction? Like manifesting and stuff? Yeah. Okay, do you have TikTok? I do. I okay. A lot of a lot of people are posting like manifesting things, mm-hmm. and like, okay, I'll give you things to manifest. You do the three, uh, what is it, three six nine version where you say three things you want. Uh, I don't remember how it goes, but 
yeah, you write it down and it'll happen. And then I'll be like, okay, this is so fake. And then I'll read the comments and people are like, oh my God, it actually happened. It actually happened because I I said it was going to happen. So it happened. And I don't know. It's kind of like sketchy. Like it scares me a little bit because if you can like make things happen with your mind, you can make anything happen then. I don't know if you're, are you religious? No. Okay. I just, I, I, I came across this thought, which I find was like mind boggling. Okay. Okay. I'm not very religious, but I absolutely respect everybody's religion. And it's so cool to think about. So do you, do you know that phrase? It's like, we are created in his image. We are powerful beings. We create things, right? We build lots of things. What if we created him in our image? What if we were so, we couldn't believe in ourselves so much that we actually had to create something else to to believe in, you know, just because we can't believe in our own power. We're just, we're just, that we don't have that much confidence. You know what I mean? And we created this God that he does everything. He is the judgment. But really, we are the judgment. It's all, it's us. We're God sitting here talking to each other. Everybody is a God in their own way. Everybody here can make their things happen. You know what I mean? And I thought that was so... What an empowering thought. What an empowering thought. That you are a God and you can create anything that you want. You can make it happen. Which brings me to the law of attraction. I encourage you to try it. Okay? And this is how you try it. Think of something easy. You want a pizza. Okay, and and don't be flustered if it didn't happen within the first day or week or so. Okay, because it takes practice. It takes a lot of practice. It was really cool. I oh my god, I was like on my way home. I'm like I really I really want noodles. I want pho. Oh my god, I really really want this. And but I'm like I don't want to buy it from my house. And you know what I mean. But I'm just like visualizing and eating it and feeling it and like you know what I mean. Feeling it is a big part of it. If you can feel like it's already happened. It will most likely happen. So anyways, I'm like pretending I'm eating it already. I get home and I have soup at home. I'm like, oh my God, I, ha- I didn't have soup before. Like, how did this come here? I just found some. And I was like, wow, right? And so try it yourself, something that you want and just feel yourself having it. Like it's already there, right? It really is something really cool like donuts or coffee, you know, especially in the morning if you're going to work or something, just like, just imagine that it's there for the first like for a week just do it i promise you you'll find like some freaking donuts or coffee there it's the weirdest thing i swear i manifested donuts for like a few weeks it was like (laughs) i need to stop doing this (laughs) okay so what about like the big stuff like i want to manifest a certain job into my life okay just an example my dream job since i was i don't even remember 12 to 14 was I wanted to work for Netflix because I love Netflix I love watching TV shows I love watching movies and when they first came out with their first original TV show Orange is New Black I was like oh my god they're doing their own shit they're gonna be freaking billionaires like and then ever since then I was like I want to be in the Netflix like movie room and then just spitting out ideas for TV shows and movies so how could I get to that point um honestly just become obsessed there's like there's like uh it was a book by um grant cardone and he's like it's be average or be obsessed and i'll it's it's one thing like 
like um with working it's like if people don't think you're obsessed with your work are you even working <laughs> you know what i mean like don't be the average just be obsessed honestly if you do a lot of visualization and just just do a lot of research about how to work for netflix what do you need what are the courses so you can visualize and it'll come to you but you also need to do the actions in order to go to it so meet right in the middle that'll make it more happen more faster okay so honestly visualize every single day it doesn't have to be long do five ten minutes it doesn't have to be long and then do a bunch of actions to get you there then you'll meet right in the middle i'm definitely obsessed already <laughs> just keep going just keep going <laughs> keep going in that direction a lot of people here's the problem a lot of people stop halfway they're like ah oh, it's not working i don't think this is gonna work ever they stop they don't get it you have to keep going you gotta keep going that i think that's there's like that meme it's like uh when they're with the with the mine they're mining there's like two two scenarios uh one guy is like mining and he's like inches from the diamonds and everything and he turns around because he thinks he does he didn't uh get it and it's never gonna work but then there's that guy that just keeps going he just keeps going just a little bit and he got it so it's a matter of just keep going yeah you're obsessed keep going I promise you, it'll. It is literally just down the road. You just gotta keep going. You gotta believe it, and you gotta be like, "Yeah, I already worked on Netflix." What are you talking about? You know what I mean? It's like, um, what's his name? It's there's a, there's like broke people that are motivational speakers. They're like, "I changed my name to billionaire when I was broke." I ch- I changed it there. You have to change who you are. You literally have to become a different person. Who you are today is not the person that's gonna be working for Netflix. You have to become that person. So, yeah, honestly, just keep going. I've literally watched, like, over 150 TV shows on Netflix. Like, I'm, yeah. That and, I, and just, I just want to work for them really badly. I think I actually had a friend that worked for Netflix. Oh, I actually had, a, like, a sushi party um, a, f- a few months ago, actually. My friend hosted it, and there was this guy that actually, something in Vancouver, and he worked for, like, a production I have no idea what he was talking about. Yeah, you know what? Actually, he's in Calgary now. So let me let me ask my friend what that person's name was, or I can even go to the next. You should come to the next sushi party. <laughs> oh my god! You should ask him yourself. I I don't know what to ask him. <laughs> oh. Oh my god! It's fate. Yeah, see? Oh my god, do you see this? Because you've been obsessed, I came into your life, and now I'm going to introduce you to this guy. There is no coincidence in this lifetime. There is none. There's far too many coincidences for all of them to be a coincidence. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, this is exciting. Are you excited? Oh, do you like sushi? <laughs> no, I don't even like sushi. Yeah. That's the worst part of it. It's all you can eat. It's, it's, we usually go to Fusion. Do you eat anything from Fusion? You could probably get like... Um, there's like Thai food. Okay, okay. Okay, so so when's the sushi party? I have no idea, but they do it every few weeks. And the last time I went was a few months ago. I couldn't make the... Oh, the last one was, I believe, the one I know of was September 25 or 26. September 26 was the last one. Okay, so obviously there should be one coming up soon. Maybe they have it every month, yeah. And the Netflix guy is going to be there? 
you know what? I'll I'll try to make sure that he's there. <laughs> just uh, just just for you guys to meet, and then you guys can go from there. Honestly. Girl, imagine. Well, should yeah. I like bring like a few screenplays with me? Like. <laughs> well, he's just a worker there, right? But yeah. he can like kind of like guide you on what he did to kind of like go there. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and then you can get an idea. But like your whole life, you literally are just going in that direction. Okay, this is no joke. You just need to start visualizing. Things are going to start to happen, okay? <laughs> I love that people think this is all crazy. You ever read the book called um, The Slight Edge? No. So The Slight Edge is like, okay, there's like, to explain The Slight Edge is basically like the compound effect, but basically all it says is consistent action over a period of time will get me anywhere I want to go. Anywhere. For a period of time. Action. Those are the three fra- those are the three key things in that sentence. Okay? And if we can just do that, we can get literally anywhere we want to go. I believe in that so much. Just because I've seen it happen so often, you know, there's just so much evidence. There's like, you know what I mean? You can literally do everything. And then people are just they just don't have the confidence. That's the only that's the only like difference between someone that actually did it and someone that didn't do it is the confidence they believe they could they're probably not even as qualified as you are you know or qualified as the person that's winning but that person just thought they could and that's why they did it i feel like a lot of people are also homebodies and they just get really comfortable in where they are and how much money they're making in their job and then even though they want more they'll be like nah like i'm okay right now like i got a house i got food i'm married i got kids like i'm good i don't need anything more in life but it's like why (laughs) like why not like do the things you actually love instead of like being stuck in your same hometown doing the same job for 40 years like i don't know well, it's like what they say, you know, a lot of people uh, live until like they're 25, well, they'll die at actually 25, 30, but they don't get buried until they're like 70, 80, because they're so numb throughout the whole time. They're like, I'm okay here. I'm okay. You're actually not. You're actually too scared. You're just terrified. You're numb. Okay. With that TV, that TV is a program, by the way, it is programming you. And a lot of people, they're like, the people don't get that. You know, I actually don't watch TV anymore. I'm not interested in TV. I it's just it's a program and you can actually pro we're a supercomputer so you can program your mind for anything. So why would you program it for like um for like a show? You know what I mean? So you it's it's really cool. What was my point? Oh yeah, <laughs> people die. People get really comfortable in their comfort zone. Yeah. I I what happens a lot is our brain is actually an old artifact. You know what I mean? It has the the whole past. We're actually it's a lot of it is passed out from our ancestors as well. Um, it's like we're actually you see um, we're scared. We have a lot of fears, but we're actually born with only two fears: the fear of being dropped and the fear of loud noises. But every other fear is actually developed. It's not real. And also we're like like for example, public speaking. Okay. We're scared of public speaking because we think it's a threat, but it's not. But you see, our brain thinks that, hey, we're scared of the saber-toothed tiger, which, by the way, the saber-toothed tiger is actually extinct. And <laughs> But that's what we're scared of. Back in the caveman days, you know, when that thing used to hunt us, 
right? But now we're getting more intelligent and we don't really have threats. There's, we're living in the most peaceful times. Yeah, uh, anxiety is all the way up. Depression's all the way up. Fears are all the way up because it's, it's literally all imaginary. It's all in our mind. If, you, if I were to ask you, show me fear, where is it? Show it to me. You can't. You cannot show it to me. Show me depression. It is not there. It is in our mind. It's not physically there. So it's, it's like working with our minds. And yeah, with mental illness, our brains actually can get sick. But our, we can actually heal them ourselves. Okay? Our body is amazing. Our body is doing like a million different things. And we don't even know it. We don't even have to think about it. They're just doing it. We're a perfect being. We are literally perfect beings. Heck, you can't tell me we're not gods. I, like, that's just like, I, I really think that we're all gods. And I look at people as such. When I speak to a person, they have so much to teach me. You have so much to teach me, Erin. You know a lot of things that I would never know, right? It's the same thing with Sam. I have no idea what she knows, okay? She probably knows a lot of things that I don't know. Right? But I think that everybody is so unique and goes through so much life experiences, they can share it with people. But guess what stops us? Our mind. This, this thing between our ears. Okay, so back to our original topic. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to say about finance? Um, well, let me see. Um, did you know 91% of Canadians are not going to be retiring at the age of 65? Did you know that? Yeah. Um, it's, it's really scary. A lot of, out of this 91%, over 50%, like 54 or so, are actually going to be depending on someone else's income. Okay? So they, they literally have to depend on someone else to uh, make sure that they're still living and still eating, which is actually working for 40 years and then having someone do that for you. Like, where's the independence? You know what I mean? 14% are going to have to keep working. So imagine, imagine your grandma, your grandpa, they're working at Walmart as a greeter. because Not because they want to, but because they have to. And that's, that's sad, that sucks, that's terrifying. A lot of people um, don't even know this, especially people our age. They're like, oh, I'll figure it out, you know. Or some people, some people think, like, the government's going to take care of me. With CPP and old age security, honestly, with being as you know, at our age, we don't even know if it's going to be there when we turn 65, right? So um, it's really, it's a matter of us putting it into our own hands and start saving for ourselves and our retirement now, not tomorrow, not next year, not not in five years now. We have the power of, um, of time on our side right now, especially as young people. And some people understand that and a lot of people don't. And that's what we're going out for. Like, it's my literal mission to go out and just show people, like, hey, retirement is actually not that hard, right? It's You don't have to save that much. There's also a myth that you need to start investing, saving a lot of money per month in order to have a million dollars in retirement. You really don't. You really don't. Um, but it's also a matter of how, what kind of rate of return that we're going to get. You go to the bank and you open up a TFSA, they're going to be like, great, we're going to give you a really high interest rate of one. One. One is not going to get us anywhere. Two is not even going to get us anywhere. Okay? And here's the thing. We're a brokerage, so we work with the banks and we work with, the, with everybody, with investment firms, right? The, the, we work with professional money managers that the bank uses. So essentially, if we give our money to the bank and they give us one, 
Do you think the bank holds on to our money, puts it in a vault for us until we're ready to come use it? No, they're not. They're actually going out and investing it for themselves. They go to what's called professional money managers, and these professional money managers can give them anywhere between 5 to 25% rate of return. While they're giving us one or two, maybe, if they like us, maybe, if we beg, maybe, and they're taking, they're turning around and taking 5 to 25% rate of return, right, on our money that we gave to them, Okay, but here's the thing. They're not going to be like, hey, Aaron, your money did so good. Do you want more of it? No, they're going to pocket it. And then they're going to turn around and look at you and be like, hey, do you want a credit card? Do you want a line of credit? Do you? And then they slap on another interest payment. And now we have all these interest payments and we don't know what to do with it. Now we have more more month left over than we do have money. And we're like sitting there like, what do we do? We're so, we're getting left behind by the traditional industry. And most people go to the bank for their financial education. But here's the thing, where else would they go? If I were to ask you, where do you get your financial education? You're probably going to tell me the bank. Financial advisor. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're going to go to the bank. But the bank, they're on salary. They have no incentive especially if you're making under 250000 they have no incentive to sit down and show you how money works. None. Nothing. They're on salary. They get paid whether you, you, you know about money or not. They will get paid. They don't care. Okay? So it's very, very important that we take things into our own hands, right? Sit down with a professional that can help us. And most uh, financial advisors are free, right? I don't charge anything for clients. It's completely complimentary. Anything that if I put a plan into place uh, for any client, the companies actually pay, not the client, okay, which is a really big factor because you know what? Why should a client pay that's already in financial hardship? Why should they? There's no reason. Is it true that, I don't remember I heard this, but if you start saving when you're a teenager, by the time you retire, you're going to be a millionaire? Because I heard that, whether it be from a movie or whatever. So I was like, okay. So I think I started saving when I was like 18 years old or 19. Mm-hmm. And I have a, a TFSA, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I have like four grand in it now. It's yeah. not that much, but like, hey, it's, yeah, it's a start. And then if I want to put it in a different um, like um, portfolio, yeah. then I can, right? Make yeah. more money. I'm, I'm like in like the medium... Like, I don't want to lose my money, right? Because yeah. I'm cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm, like, not in the severe one. I'm just in medium, like, low-medium range that I'm not making that much money off of it, but I also have, like, a good chance that I'm not going to lose that much, too. But with COVID, I lost, like, a thousand bucks in it, but... Did you take it out? No. Okay, because... My financial advisor said, this is like a long-term one. Don't take any of this money out until you retire. So I was like, okay, sounds good. So I put $50 a month into it. Okay. So you see, there's there's a certain amount. Yeah, absolutely, you're correct. We can start saving when we're teenagers, young adults. And by the time we're hit 65, 70 years old, we can actually become millionaires. We really can. It's very simple, and we don't need to save a 1000 bucks a month to do that. We don't. But here's the other factor as well. It's the rate of return. There's a difference between getting a 2% and something like 7 or 8 Okay, It's also time. Okay, There's a lot of different factors. So 
with yours, there's a, there's a risk questionnaire that we do with our clients just to kind of see where their risk tolerance mm-hmm. is, is if it's really risky, if it's really low, if it's right in the middle. And then we would also suggest a fund that we can go, um, that we would put you in just kind of based on your how you answered those questions. And it's really cool that, hey, if you don't want to lose your money, we have excellent products that we actually can insure your money. Yeah, there's something called a segregated fund. So right now, you're actually probably in a mutual fund. Okay, yeah, well, so a mutual fund, the thing with mutual funds, they're amazing, they're great, they can give you that high rate of return, they're diversified, which is great, the problem is there's no guarantee with mature, with a mutual fund, and with a mutual fund, if anything were to happen to you, it will actually go to your estate, okay, it doesn't go to the beneficiary, it doesn't go what? to anyone, no, I didn't know that. yeah, it, you, unless you stated a beneficiary it will actually not go there it will go to the estate with the estate is subject to lawyer fees accountant fees and all of that stuff and you see with the segregated fund it's actually an insurance product so it actually has everything what a mutual fund does it has the you know the diversification has the high return but here's the best part it has a guarantee okay because it's an insurance product and it's really cool actually the banks actually can't sell this you need a specific license to sell this product yeah, you need a harmonized life license in order to do that. So, okay. So if you can make that much money off of that, how come more people aren't doing it? They don't know how. They don't know where to go. You told me yourself. If I were to ask you, where do you get your financial education? You said the bank. And let me just tell you, that's the majority of people's answers. They don't know where to go. I didn't. And I'll tell you why I feel so strongly about the subject. I, too, had a very large amount in my checking account. It was just sitting there. It was just literally sitting there, and I didn't know what to do, so I went to the bank, and I asked them for, like, hey, I'd like to invest this money. Can I open up a TFSA? And they'd be like, great, we're going to give you a really high interest rate of, like, 1.2. And I'm like, this is a joke. This, this is, Inflation is 2%. Inflation is the cost of living is going up every single year. It's going up by 2%. So if it's going up 2% every single year, and the bank is giving us one, our money is depreciating every single year. We are losing value every single year. And it's the same thing with people that, you know, put put it in just a savings account. That's making nothing. It's making nothing. It's making 30 cents. So our dollar is not a dollar in a year. It's not. But a dollar, uh, grapes at the grocery store will not cost the same as it does right now, one year from now. It's not. But our dollar is going to be depreciating. So do you see the difference? That's why we're just going downhill. And I wish, and that's my mission. See, when I had my money there and nobody told me anything about it, I didn't know until I finally ran into a friend and she was she was a financial advisor and I sat down with her and I took some advice. And she's like, hey, let's move your money. And last year, my, my, my money did 119 I feel so strongly about this because for years my money was sitting in a checking account doing nothing. The bank said nothing. They didn't care. It wasn't their job to care. Okay. Who else was going to tell me anything? Nobody could see it. You know what I mean? And so they finally moved it. And I just, I cannot believe my, my, my eyes. I cannot believe it. I'm like, are you kidding me? And here's the best part about being a financial advisor. Not only do I get paid on my own money, but my money is also growing because I'm the advisor on my own money. So it's really cool. <laughs> it's like double dipping. But do you think there's a little bit of money to be made in the financial services industry, the highest paying industry? Yeah. So 
it's really cool that way but i i've taken it upon myself all right i love finance and i if i didn't know i can only imagine who else doesn't know because let me just say i have a background in accounting i thought i knew all of this i didn't there was a difference between accounting and finance i i actually didn't know there was a difference until i ran into this company i was like oh because they have a complete training program, right, that you can, you'll be matched up with the trainer, you literally, um, there's a lot of ways that we get trained, so it's really cool to go from, like, accounting, so I thought I knew everything about money, because I worked in, in numbers for so long, I, I knew nothing, and so I can think about people that don't work with numbers, how much do they know, how much, right there's so many vehicles that we can invest invest money here in canada and yet the only one that comes to our mind is the rsp the highest tax environment it's a hundred percent taxable a hundred like are you kidding me and most people know about that and why do we know about that it's because it's registered with the government and that's what the bank psh, sells to everybody are you kidding me that, that's the only reason right so did you know even the tax-free savings account did you know it used to be called a tax-free investment account? Yeah, but they lobbied against it. The banks lobbied against it. They didn't like it. Otherwise, they were going to think it's for an investment, right? But they wanted it to be called a tax-free savings because guess what? When you think of savings, what do you think of? The bank. You think, you think of saving, saving money. You don't think of growth. You don't think of like, oh, you know, I can invest this. You don't think about that. You just think, oh, I'll put 50 bucks in there. That's it. But it's actually, it's such a beautiful tool. But a lot of people don't get it. They don't understand. They're like, oh, this thing gives me 1%. That's because the automatic response they will get the, from the bank is like, yeah, we'll put you in a really high interest savings account that's like 1.35. Great, lock me in. Right? A lot of people lock, lock themselves in because they don't know where else to go. I'm locked in. <laughs> because you don't know where else to go. Where else would I go? Right? A lot of people do that with GICs. GICs is like a, a guaranteed income certificate. And basically, it's like uh, investing and you're locked in for like six months, one year, two years, whatever that is. But what is the return on that? 0.6? 1.6? Are you kidding me? That's going to do nothing. <laughs> GICs are perfect for people that are in retirement that want to, you know, not lose their money, but like have it grow a little bit just with inflation. That's the only re that's why we should use it, but not for for someone that's 20 years old that has 60 more years until they retire. Mm -hmm. Or for 40 years until they yeah. retire, but <laughs> are you kidding me? Right? We're going to live so long and we need we need money. We don't need to li outlive our that's the problem right now actually with uh, with the boomers. They're really worried about outliving their money. Okay? So it's um it's really challenging right now, so I encourage everybody to uh, to reach out, you know, and, and take a look at your financial situation. You know what I mean? It's not a headache. It doesn't have to be, right? You just don't know what you don't know. And let a professional do that. Let them help you. It's free. Bro, you're going to make me so much money. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. To, I'm going to be rich. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have one final question for you. If people want advice, how could they reach you? If they want you specifically, because you're awesome. <laughs> and they're going to listen to this podcast, and then they're going to be yeah. like, wow, this girl knows her shit. Yeah. I want to contact you. her. So how can they contact you? So you can find me on Instagram. Um, it's just my first name, last name. So it's Moja Hattie. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Um, you can find me on Facebook. You can literally, I'm on every social media platform. 
Um, oh, Instagram handle. So it's M O U H J A H A D I. So it's all one word. There's no le- there's no numbers. There's no dots. I-, I always get so confused when people put dots in their names. I just it just throws me off. <laughs> so first name, last name. You could also contact Erin. She will have my phone number. She has my Instagram. Um, you could reach me that way. Um, but yeah. Well, thanks for being oh. on my podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Erin. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. I love, you know, um, just speaking about different topics and just with new people. And just it's it's so much fun. You always get to learn from the other person sitting across from you. It's such a they're in a they're in a different world. They had so much different experiences than you have. And if you just take the time to actually just, you know, ask some questions, get curious. Life is all about curiosity, isn't it? And, you know, you go away with a few nuggets from every single person that you meet, which I find amazing. So thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening to me. Thank you, Erin, for, you know, asking me questions and and listening to me and being such a beautiful light today. Um, (laughs) For those that don't know, it's absolutely freezing outside. And (laughs) we've just been in here giggling. So (laughs) thank you. And just to let everyone know, we have never met before. (laughs) This is the first time that we see each other in person. And I was just like, yo, want to be on my podcast? And she was like, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the best part. I love meeting new people. It's always such a new and adventure. And it doesn't matter. Just say yes. Just say yes. And the cool thing is I literally met her probably an hour ago. And we actually we hit it off so nicely. It's it's so cool when you meet people like that it's refreshing it's so cool so thank you so once again i just want to say thank you to moja for being a part of the podcast with me she was awesome i loved her and i hope you guys learned a lot about manifesting and power of attraction and financing and like i said if you have any questions for her you can message me and i'll message her for you or you can follow her on instagram so thanks for listening guys